Hey, welcome to episode uh, 22 of Power Playthrough. My name is Dan, and if you're listening to this on Thursday, I am on my way to New York right now. I'm in Pennsylvania, and I can't wait to meet anybody who listens to the show in New York. So at the end of the episode, I'll give you more information, but make sure you follow us on all of our social media where we'll be updating New York Comic Con stuff all the time at Power Playthrough, at P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. And enjoy the show. You have the power for about an hour. Welcome to Power Playthrough, the podcast recorded in a hot, tiny room where there's a fan <laughs> and two boys who have been sweating all night. And lots of action figures. Lots of action figures. <laughs> My name is Dan. My name is Freddie. And we watched three episodes of Zoo Ranger today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three, two good ones and one clip show. The clip show, I have to say, was bookended better than... A lot of clip shows I've ever seen. Yeah. Because there was some real stuff in there that was really well shot. Yeah, it started out with some story stuff, and it ended with some story yeah. stuff. So the first episode we have up on the docket here is Princess May's Seven Metamorphoses. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I actually... Was this my favorite? This was one of the episodes... No, that... I guess the next one was my favorite. It's hard to say. These were all on e- These two were on equal ground. The clip show will give it a little handicap because it's a clip show. Yeah, you know, but these two are on pretty equal ground for me because mm-hmm. I they're both very enjoyable. Uh, but this starts out with um, a very pretty lady walking around in this black outfit with black like block sunglasses. Girl, girl, she was nineties, nineties out. Mm-hmm. Those are the words that I'm going to use. Those are the oh. ch- words that I'm going to choose and I'm going to stick with. Uh, she it. had on like the box. Uh, Peacoat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Peacoat. She had the box glasses. Yeah. She had the nylons and the heels. Yeah. Little gold necklace with a triangle on it. Yeah. She had the she had a black hat going on. Like yeah, a, a beret. Uh, a beret. Yeah. Yeah. She was looking the most nineties. Yeah. Looking good. Looking real good, I have to say. But um, she's doing some dastardly stuff. Yeah, she's walking up to kids. And she's opening up her jacket just a little bit, and then a screech happens, and then a child screams and passes out. Yeah, and it has like a mark on it. This yeah, this death mark thing on, like this patch. Yeah. on the child. It looks like kind of the Shocker logo if you're a Common Rider fan. <laughs> uh, it looks a little bit like the Shocker logo, uh, but um, it's revealed that she has a little like caterpillar in there. A little silkworm. Yeah, little silkworm, and we come find her name is Dora Silkus. And what it's doing is taking control of children and like stealing like some of their for, essence. Yeah, stealing their energy so it can grow, but it's also but it's controlling, leaving its mark on so it can control them. Uh, we find out why it's controlling them later, but um, yeah, it's 
I mean, if you've been well, watching this, if you've been watching this uh, through up to this episode, you've watched every episode up to this episode. You recognize the actress. You know it's Lammy. Yeah, Bandora though her original plot with the children is revealed right here. Yeah, and it's very small minded as most Bandora plots. It's, it's really it's not a good plan. Nora I, I don't like it. <laughs> is going to wake the children up. Control them to attack their parents. Yeah, they attack the adults, and the parents won't be able to stop all the children because they can't hit children. Yeah, is she trying <laughs> to get rid of the parents, or is she trying to get an army of children? I, th- I think at this point she wanted a child army. In this moment, she's like, "Get me a child army." <laughs> well, it's like she gets it under the premise that well, you can't attack a child. You can. You can subdue a child, though. Definitely if a child is coming after me with a baseball bat, I can hit a child. Yeah, (laughs) that child's probably catching a boot. You know, like, that's... He's probably... He's probably catching, like, a a big old Sid Vicious leg. Can I... (laughs) Like... Can I tell you a story about when I worked for Blue Man Group and I had to kick a man out for attacking a child? Go ahead. So he didn't viciously punch the child. Yeah. Uh, at the end of Blue Man Group Live at the Monte Carlo, mm-hmm. uh, there was a part where balls fell from the ceiling and everybody knocked the balls around and had a great time. Yeah. Uh, this kid got up and ran through the aisle. And right before I could get to the kid, this adult sees the kid running. A ball serendipitously lands in front of him. And he, full adult force, pushes the ball at the child. What I see as I'm running to... St- get the child because I don't want them to run in the aisles yeah. is I see a ball collide with a child the child leave his feet go three feet back into a chair slam his entire body into the plastic back of a chair and collapse on the ground whoa <laughs> <laughs> wow this guy like he, he intentionally threw the ball at the kid oh yeah yeah I was like Maybe, but at, maybe he didn't mean to put that much force behind it? or No, he was laughing hysterically. Oh. So I picked he, up the child. Yeah. I was like, are you okay? And he was, you know, he's a child, so yeah, they're made bounce, of rubber. Yeah, they bounce back. <laughs> uh, and I go up to him, and I'm like, you got to come with me. Why did you do that? And he goes, oh, it was real funny. And I go, you know what else is funny? You getting out of here with no money back. See you later. Jeez. I can't, well, like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to delve into what that guy was thinking, but that's... That guy was thinking, I'm going to hit this ball into this kid. That's something I did, like, in sixth grade, and then that's something I would say when I was in sixth grade when I got caught, because I'm stupid. Not when you're 27? Yeah, not when I'm... just paid $155 to watch these three blue men Yeah, yeah. pipes? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not, yeah, not at that age. Not when I'm, like wholly in, in, like, responsible for my actions. Not where I can go to jail for this kind of stuff kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Back back then, I could be a little snot and, you know, maybe get reprimanded and also just don't have the tact to say, like, oh, that was silly. I I didn't know what overcame me. I'm sorry. You know, like, if you were in that situation in the first place to be pushing a ball at a child with that kind of force, I don't know, man. I think you should just be like, I don't know. That was a bad idea. <laughs> he like just, just, just accept it. And, I feel and, like if he wasn't laughing, I'd have been like, "Did you do that on purpose?" And he goes, "No." I go, "Yeah, okay, don't do that again." And yeah. then I'd send him back. Yeah, in. I think God, Oof. that's a fun guy. 
Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. Was that the end of the show? Yeah. So he didn't really miss much. He didn't really miss much, but I'm sure he didn't come back, right? Yeah, probably not. You, you, like, because you guys have, like, their ID, or you, you, you know that you got their name. Yeah. So, well, but childs are resilient. So maybe that's why you would want a child army because <laughs> yeah. they can bounce back from a vicious ball. Because they're made of rubber. Because they're made of rubber. Honestly, I would have went with Ivan Ooze's plot, which is just get rid of the parents. The kids, <laughs> you don't need to control them. You can control them after all the parents are gone. Because you're you let, an adult. You let them par- you let them throw a party at some weird outdoor restaurant side restaurant it's like a man-made river. it's like it, a, it's like a, it was like a river san antonio river walk kind of situation yeah but it was also like a train station that they it were was like at. also like a train station and everyone's just covered in the ooze yeah because they're having like it doesn't affect that it's weird that it didn't affect bulk and skull because those are clearly adults they're not adults not in their minds. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe that that takes that. Into That's coming into at the special. We can't talk about this maybe, movie anymore. So that means those would be ineffectual against me. <laughs> it would not control my uh, adult mind. I guess that means me too, because I'm on this podcast. Yep, it does mean you. <laughs> so, anyway, we are in my action figure room. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> Ivan, you have to take us out because you ain't controlling this. You're a wonderful man, though. You're very nice to you us. You did sign in the wrong spot on my poster, though. I don't have that to take up with you because you didn't sign anything of mine because I didn't pay you, but you were very friendly to me. So Incredibly cool. friendly. Incredibly friendly. Um, yeah, so Lammy... Oh, look what I had written. Lammy looking good. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just say that. <laughs> Lammy looking good. Uh, and she's outed, though, well, by the Rangers who, who, who find her. It's like, you're the one doing this. Yeah. And then... They they do it in an amphitheater. Yeah, like they can. Uh, May catches her, confronts her. It's Lammy. She lets the others know, like telepathy. through some like telepathy. That, thing. That's what they do. Like I, you know, you don't really think about it, but we don't really talk about it because it's just something that's always with the Rangers that they had the communicators, as we know. But in this, there's no communicators. Yeah, you know, they, they just, just kind of think telepathically. Things have a connection which has to be fair which has been touched on in other episodes but it's kind of we don't really mention it that that's what happens but it's it's because it's just there it's just an understanding that's what they can do but she lets him know that where where lammy is so the rest show up on the like the uh the bleachers of the amphitheater and they get into a fight um well uh lammy has a has Dora Silkis. Yeah, Lammy has Dora Silkis, but she uh, she basically, like, she comes down on May before the Rangers can get there. She's having a fight with May. She has, like, that cool sequence where she's going to have the boomerang yeah. sword come at, and May shoots it. She shoots, shoots her, her hand. hand with the arrow. Yeah. And kind of corners her. Yeah, we, we um, when uh, Gosh and the, the rest of the Rangers, Geki and Dan and Boy all show up, and the amphitheater, the amphitheater fight happens, and there's also like a, this is like in a. There's a bunch of golem. It's like in a carnival, not a carnival. It's like a theme park or something. Yeah, because there's a roller coaster. There's a roller coaster above this amphitheater, which is pretty. Which cool. is actually going to play in in a second. Yeah, so there's golems come to help Lammy. They get in fight. Um, Lammy knocks May onto the roller coaster as it's passing by. But before this. Oh. Uh, during the Lamy and May fight, she opens up Dora Silkis a little bit, and he covers the changer 
So she that's can't she, change anymore. Yeah, that's that's why she gets the advantage over May is because, yeah, I remember. Thank you. She shoots the silk, and it dis, like disrupts her morpher so she can't change anymore. And uh, gets the upper hand, but the rest of the rangers come in. Then the golems come in. Uh, Lammy knocks May onto the roller coaster. Um, so when she's knocked onto to the roller coaster, does uh, Lammy, Lammy then... Uh, Escapes right. She goes to the. She goes to jump, and the rangers follow her to that beachside, where they fight some more with Golem and her. And then what happens is she uses the the little larval Dorosilcus, yeah, to get yeah. them in the Jolly Rancher. Yeah, in the Jolly Rancher. It there was this every the two times we've seen this now because saw we saw this in Mighty Morphin and now we're finally at an episode where we in the, the at the episode in Zero Ranger where we see it. This thing reminds me of some kind of candy. I know you just said Jolly Rancher, but in an animated show, in a cartoon, I remember. I remember there was like gum in some ep- some episode of maybe it was Rugrats or something, but there was like gum that looked like that, and it looked delicious. It looks like a well, big chewy cherry thing. So I'm not talking about like the regular Jolly Rancher. I'm talking about the one that's the hard shell that has the soft interior. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know which Jolly Rancher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the best Jolly Rancher. Yeah, those are those are great. Those are wonderful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they get captured in the cocoon, which looks like a Jolly Rancher, and they get thrown into the ocean because you deal with your problems by throwing it into the ocean. As we found yeah, out that that's golems, how Japan handles. Yeah, as <laughs> the golems just push them over the cliff, just real like. I don't know, like mafia style. Yeah. <laughs> dump them into the... You're going to you know, sleep with the fishes, Rangers. Yeah, so Lammy goes off and uh, continues her evil deeds of... Quest to take the children. Yeah, she's at a mall now. Really cool looking mall. Like, yeah. With a huge skylight. And uh, she's going to... Uh, she sees some children. She spots some children. And she she's uh, approaching them when this clown gets in her way. Yeah. This clown with uh, that's like doing... Hand gestures and stuff like and that. And handing out flyers. It has like flyers. She sidesteps a clown. The, the clown spins back in front of her, and when she's when she's um, when she sees that the kids walk away, so she isn't able to get to them in time. She gets mad at the clown. The clown spins, and the flyers go flying everywhere. Yeah. And the flyers on the flyers, it shows Lammy, and it says "Wanted." Yeah. Real One Piece style. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And, um, and right after the clown disappears, we get a we 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 get May, who's in a musketeer looking out. It's kind of like a it, it really tuxedo felt. Mask. It, that's exactly what yeah. I was going to say. It really felt like a like a musketeer tuxedo mask. Yeah, it was it was a very that sailor whatever um whatever was, kind of genre Sailor Moon is. Uh, it's like cute girl. It's, it's a magical stuff. girl show. Magical, yeah, magical girl transformation stuff. It's like that. Pretty cool looking outfit. And uh, uh, yeah, if, if you want to know kind of what it looks like without watching it, it looks a little bit like Trey's Kushranada from Gundam Wing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. So that's a good comparison right there. Um, yeah, yeah. So she reveals that it that even though she can't transform, she can still fight fight her. And yeah, now we get this. Revealed that May has this ability to, to just transform into whatever she wants. I get, or just like and dis- appear disguises. Yeah, she can 
because there's some magical stuff going on there. Yeah. Because she just disappears and can reappear. Um, so the next couple of scenes is like a kind well, of a... Lammy gets away and she kind of changes her look into like a military outfit. Yeah, we get this, we get this like kind of chase sequence uh, to, shown through different uh, clips. We go to a... We go to, like you said, with her in like kind of a naval uniform or yeah. something like that. Um, but she's going to confront some, uh, more kids. In front of a restaurant. In front of a restaurant. And May is there. I forgot what she had in her hand, but she has these big... It's, it's like a big salt shaker. She has this big comedic like uh, Coke bottle glasses on. Yeah. And she has what... She has Ostensibly the... looks like a Chun-Li outfit. Yeah, she has like the... The dress on, she's got pants on. Yeah. And she's got the buns in her hair. Yeah. The Coke bottle glasses. Well, which is, I don't know what the Coke bottle was, but anyway. It was to maybe, hide who she was. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Because Lammy didn't know it was May until the glasses came off. Yeah. Uh, so, they again, they throw down. Um, May transforms again. Uh, into a schoolgirl. Into a schoolgirl, yeah. She's got the sailor uniform on with the long skirt. She can... She ends up uh, confronting a uh, well. She she's too late for for uh, some kids, and then she hears like a scream, and she sees an old woman. Yeah, and she says, "Are you okay, Grandma?" <laughs> and it turns out now Lammy switched into an old woman outfit, like and old, she, she like a, she has a cane sword. Yeah, and it cuts May's cheek yeah, open, it pops out, and then she slashes at May, and uh, we get into a fight between. Between uh, schoolgirl May and Grand and Grandma Lammy, yeah, Lammy Obachan, <laughs> Lammy Obachan, <laughs> we get another transformation into nun, like a nun. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like a, eight nuns walking down there, and she becomes nun May, as I have written down. And then we get bride May, like these, like she goes through like a transformation where she hits everything. She yeah. goes clown. She goes musketeer. She yeah. goes. None. She goes schoolgirl. She goes bride. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no seven. Chunley seven is zoo. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like this, her zoo ranger transformation. Uh, but Lammy gets the upper hand in this like this battle, and she has her uh like the the uh she 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 gets oh sorry I'm skipping it. Power playthrough. She gets the um, door silkus. Yeah, May gets it in her hand, and she goes to crush it. But it's too late. It already absorbed enough power or enough energy for it to fully grow. And it becomes huge and then sprays out May. So she's tied against this, like, post. Yes. And Lammy now has her at her mercy. And she says, like, what do you want? Do you want me to, to split your head in two or maybe stab you right in the heart? And she says, I want to see your cute face in agony. Yeah, she's vicious in this. And then. Um, Four Ronin show up. Yeah, it's like Ronin monks or something like that. Oh god, power playthrough. They we uh, the Rangers escaped the the giant Jolly Rancher, but they don't them. actually really show that. They show them in the Jolly Rancher saying, "Well, we got to use our thunder slingers until the power goes out." Yeah, and yeah, so they shoot and yeah, they they we we're, we're led to believe they escape, but these four Ronin, these four Ronin monk look like kind of like a traveling monk, uh, they, like, like a. Okay, hey, let's play? do another anime one. They are, oh God, I don't remember his name from Inuyasha with the hole in his hand. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, wearing that outfit. He's cool. Uh, that was the deck I played in the Inuyasha card game. Yeah? Yeah. Just sucked up monsters? Yeah. 
It's good. That's an okay. Like I, it, I don't know. It was in a one of those Walmart deals when Walmart would get the surplus of of dead card games and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. They had a tin and like inside you get like a couple boosters packs and a deck and that was the deck I got. Mm-hmm. And it was a fun game, but it was dead at the time, so I didn't really get to play too much. But if um, you played against us in the Power Rangers action card game at uh, Power Morphicon, which was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, which was a while ago. <laughs> uh, hopefully one of us is the world champion and yeah. we will tote that every week. You will hear when that episode when the episode No, I'll re record intros. Oh. Yeah, we will re record intros. It'll be so like, Hey, guess may, what? Yeah. My name know. is Dan and know. I am the world champion of this. You may yeah, you may know who it is by the time you hear this. Yeah, if there's a belt involved, I'll never take it off. <laughs> God, if there's a belt involved. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it turns out to be the Rangers. Real themselves, they're doing some costume swapping of their own. Yeah. And uh, we, we get into it. Uh, they transform. Uh, Dor Silkus becomes large right off the bat. Yeah, no fighting it, no fighting small. Yeah. The Rangers... Fight, uh, fight Doris Silkus and then Doris Silkus. Oh, 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 oh. When he up. grows, yeah. Bandora says, Get my child army to attack oh, the yeah. Zoo Rangers. Jeez, why didn't they write child army? Yeah. So the child army is marching downstairs. There's, there's like 20 of them. <laughs> like, yeah, it's they, not a big child they, army. Yeah, they, uh, they got weapons. Some got like rolling pins, some got baseball bats, some got like. I don't know, nets. Uh, yeah. And um, this little girl confronts one of, the, one of the little boys and says, you got to stop, you can't do this. And he pushes her aside. She's like, he doesn't love me anymore. Her name was Sakoto, and his name was Ryosuke. That, thank you, because I did not write that down. But yeah, uh, so they're completely under Pandora's will. Well, uh, <laughs> they're like, die, Zoo Ranger, die, Zoo Ranger. What? There's not much to the fight. There's not much to the fight. Like, uh, no, I mean, what? What? Okay, so the children get like the plan enacts, and they're now under her control. And what do they do? They kind of just walk. They do nothing. They just walk. They do nothing. They're just under her control, and that's I guess the stakes that these children are under her control. Yeah. But what are they gonna do? Try and attack the Megazord? Attack Dizuja? Do they attack? Do they cause any ruckus? Do they cause any? They public... pushed a little girl down when they were walking down the stairs. Did it? Do they like beat up a anyone or do no. they destroy any property or? Oh, oh, Pandora. Um, Rangers are fighting Dora Silkus in the Megazord. They Doris, get put in a Jolly Doris, Rancher. Dora Silkus puts him in a Jolly Rancher, and then Barrage shows up. And he does, you know, he's got the flute. I don't out. even think you see Barai in this one. No, he, he you, you're right. You don't see Barai in this one. You, Barai's right. in the next episode. You're right. He's a, you just hear the Zeoskin go off. Yeah, and uh, Dragon Caesar comes out, and Dragon Caesar does the awesome thing that was in the episode of Mighty Morphin with uh, the he, Silkworm. Yeah, where he cuts the Jolly Rancher yeah, in two. The drill tail cuts it in two. He's free. We get the Sovereign Fusion. Awesome. Empire attack where they summon the big Z where it's the Kamehameha. where it's the blast that hits you and it's so powerful that the blast doesn't hurt you but the ground around you erupts up in a stream of light and you disintegrate. Yeah, it's it's one of the cooler looking attacks there is. Um that happens. <laughs> He's gone. 
just like just like in the in a show once 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 he's in the fight he's not much of a fight yeah you he can he can he can trap you but if you can get out of that trap he's gone yeah but um so the kids are free from the control of yeah. Pandora and, and they go to see Sakoto they go to see Sakoto and we go into the toy commercial that's right so to make up for it that the Ryosuke was mean to her because she's like, he doesn't like me anymore. We get <laughs> it is like straight up toy commercial. She he surprises her and makes her look at like this little uh like hedgerow thing. Yeah. And out comes Geki. But all we see is plush tyrannosaurus. All we first. see is yeah, we see a plush tyrannosaurus like a Zord and Geki shows up and says the name. And then Go shows up. The same thing with Math does name. They all go down the line with the di- with their different plushified swords. So the one thing is is that when the Terrazord shows up, mm-hmm. it moves around a little bit. And what I noticed was they all have strings on them. And then I remembered when I saw them at Morphicon two years ago. Yeah, is that they were all motorized? Like you put oh. batteries in there and they'll like jump around and they'll like make Man, their little that's sound. That's really cool. Which is why they're so expensive. I it affects the cut of. Cuddle ability, yeah, but it uh, that's awesome, that's really awesome. But yeah, it's a toy commercial and they're showing off. And like, does this make it better? She's like, Yeah, and it's like, Of course, it makes it better. Spend your money, you know, like, yeah. look, look at this, you'll be happy. Um, and then the announcer, it's very weird, is like, All right, well, that was it. And he this verbatim, Well, May was really cute today, that's what he says, and then it's just like, See you next time. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, announcer was, he did, just like me, does not research or do, you know, do a very <laughs> good job. Doesn't watch the episodes. Doesn't, just like me, doesn't watch the episodes or doesn't take much away from the episodes outside of the things that his uh, his brain likes. It was a good episode to establish <laughs> that the Rangers don't necessarily need the Zoo Ranger transformations yeah, no, that was, to be yeah, amazing. I was cool, like, just... Showing off an individual ranger and their capabilities. Yes. And outside of the magical powers of the Zeo Ranger. Awesome. I dig it. I love it. Good episode. Jumbo, jumbo, y'all. Next episode, talk about kind of a, like, whatever monster and only recognizable for a couple of traits in Mighty Morphin and in Super Sentai being, like, so... Like nuanced and very tragic and, and tragic, like it's cool. So we got tears of a subterranean beast, and we get a monster attacking some hunters. Like three hunters, they got the like the the, the vests on and stuff. The whole the whole getup, and the monster like slashes across. The, we we only get shots of its like claws and its and back then it and like grabs a. It grabs a rifle and snaps it in half. Yeah, just throws the pieces to the side and then claws all three of the hunters across the face. Yeah. Well, with the rifle, too, when it took the rifle, it just butted the hunter in the face with it, broke it, and then threw it aside. And then when they're all on the ground, just slashed across all three of their faces and took off. Yeah. And we get informed that the monster is known as uh, Goda by uh, Bandora. Bandora's talking about Goda's awakened after all these years. Oh, uh, it's the ancient beast. Yeah. Now we'll get Goda on our side. You know, like, that's... That's that's the plan here. Um, Which is the really Rangers run into they so they hear news of monster attacking. They go down to this park. It's like a it looks like a park. Yeah, you know? and they meet this little boy called Ipe Hiroto. Yeah, 
who was trapped under some rocks. Yeah, there's like a yeah, he got he got his foot stuck in some rocks or something. There was an earthquake, which is why Goda's awake. Yeah. The the awakening of Goda and in that he got trapped in some rocks. But Goda actually comes along and, and moves the rocks and helps him. He's yeah. terrified of the monster, but Goda moves the rocks away so he He's can so run. terrified he passes out. Yeah, he like he at this at the sight of Goda, who's horrific, and now we see Goda and it's in Mighty Morphin, we know Goda as Fang. Yeah, and it's the my Goonie Bird eggs. Yeah. Not my Goonie Bird eggs. Mm, yeah, like he's, we've actually been making fun of him for weeks. Yeah, because he's stupid. Anyway, this is, so Goda helps Ipe out, and um, now now uh, uh, Griffizar and Squat, Squat, uh, Griffizar and Book Back and Tovag, Topak uh, come down because as we were told, Bandora's plan is to get him on their, on their side. Yeah. As they're looking for it, they can't find Goda, uh, but they find eggs. And the same thing happens anymore. They, cr- they crack them. They uh, eat the goop. Yeah. Um, uh, Bookbag uh, cracks open the eggs. Just just some gack comes out of there into his mouth. All real, over real, his mouth. Real gross. Real, real gross. You. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's very much a like a Dairy Queen lunch situation, you know. That's a good lunch. <laughs> it is a good lunch, but you get gross when you when you eating it because you having such a wonderful time. Dairy Queen, we'll, we'll gladly be sponsored by you. Yeah, it's you real do. good. I'm, I'm the, saying we look gross. Not those, saying your food looks gross. Yeah. we enjoy that. Food. I'm gonna let you know that. But I, I get become those. an animal when I have myself a DQ lunch. Those chicken fingers with gravy. That's what's dribbling down my lips. That gravy. <laughs> I, I look like Book Bay eating some Goonie Bird eggs. <laughs> Topat, when he guzzles that down his real human yeah, mouth. Yeah, Topat, give him a, like, I talked about this as we were watching the Mighty Morphin episode, but I didn't mention it on the podcast, not that I remember since it was 12 years ago, but, uh. Topak doesn't have any prosthetics on his face, you know, it's all around it. He's got some blue paint, but that's it. My man is chomping down on some gag. He puts that down in his real human mouth, and it's it's a part of me dies. But <laughs> I, I applaud him. Yeah, like that's good character work. That's just mm, stuck with those it. actors aren't getting paid enough to do that. I mean, I know what that stuff tastes like, Gak, because you I ate grew, it. Yeah, I grew up. I mean, hey, you know, I know what that when, stuff when Gak, tastes like. When Gak came I out. I was a stupid little baby, you know, and I definitely ate some. I definitely ate some phloem. What of it? Not a lot of it, but I know what it tastes like. That's all I'm saying. And I know what he struggled through. I know what he struggled through eating those, uh, those, uh, that viscous, hopefully gelatinous. They, hopefully they put a flavor in there that was good to him. Yeah, yeah, something or another. But um, they eat these eggs. Then Goda shows up. <laughs> then they realize they're Goda eggs. Yeah, he gets real mad. And Griffizar thinking quick on his feet. By the way, yeah, they, like he, the he's defending himself, but he realizes that the eggs. Well, they they all realize that the eggs were Goda's, and he's like, "Wait a minute, down there!" And then you see the Rangers and Ipe running across like this field. And he's like, "They're the ones that destroyed your eggs, bro." Yeah, and so you Go- should help us destroy them. Goda goes down there, kicks the crap out of the Rangers. Yeah. And then Golda, uh, Griffin's her. Yeah. 
he does the like laser eyes thing and knocks them off the yeah. Is it, like, now Gorda sends a bunch of boulders after him and stuff. Like they kick the crap out of him. And Grefazar, Bookbag, Tovag are like celebrating. It's like you defeated Zira, and but then Gorda just kind of walks off and then runs it into Bandora. Yeah, Gorda picks up the remainder of the, the eggs and is is mourning, making just weeping. Real, Real sad noises, yeah, and weeping. Um, Bandora shows up and says that I can return your eggs to normal. You know, I can I can recreate them if you help me destroy the Z Ranger. She then shows a like a some glamour of it by making the eggs appear whole again in front of uh, Gota. Gota picks them up, like, oh my babies, they're back, they're back. Yeah, and then they disappear and says, "This is what what I can do for you, but you have to." Like basically sell your soul to to um, you have to you have to destroy Dizujin mm-hmm. and sell your soul to me. Yeah, and as a grieving mother, yes, she does. Yeah, as uh, so the Rangers in the meantime are finding out that basically at the same time as we are that Grota is just protecting her babies. It, she and Ipe protect- found a, an egg. Yeah. That's why she emerged because her eggs got lost, and and she also why she appears so terrifying to humans is because humans react the way they do to her. And yeah, she's kind of like just defending herself more or less. She's just ugly. Is you know, what they like say. like look at what the yeah with the hunters. The only reason she attacked them is because they were threatening her with guns, and she broke the gun, like you know, swiped them to make them stop, and then she took off. Yeah. Know? So like, they're, they're, hey, now what's this? The Fang monster is super sympathetic. Never would have saw that coming. Yeah. Honestly. But, um, so... Pandora makes her grow. We get Megazord time. Makes it grow. Makes it more powerful. The claws get longer. Stretch out from the knuckles. These, like, thin things. These tendrils rise up from her head. It's super, you know, like, go to time. Um, go to fights the Megazord. Uh, Megazord. Dysugin. Uh, yes. Dysugin. <laughs> Go to fight Daisujin, and um, it's a pretty. It's the nothing's really different from the Mighty Morphin fight except Ipe is there with the egg, and there's the Barai bits. Yeah, Ipe is there with the egg, trying to uh, show that go. It's it's okay, you know. Like we got one of your eggs, we're trying to give it back to you. And as Goda's going to stomp on Ipe because she's just furious. I'm guessing the spell. Also, from, she's now sold her soul, so she's now yeah. A tool like the of spell, Bandora. the spell on her is put her in like a furious rage. But Barai saves up, uh, saves up, shows up. Barai shows up to save Yippe with a uh, dragon Caesar. Um, Geki and the rest of the Rangers are in, are are in the Daisujin, who's currently on the ground, not defeated by Gota more or less. And Barai says to Geki that. You, uh, I have it summarized here, but it's a uh, pretty good. Day. You need courage to overcome tragedy. It says like tragedy happens all the time, but you you need the strength of courage to overcome it. Yeah, and they reply with like, yeah, but Gota's not evil. Gota's just a mom. It goes, Gota sold her soul to Bandora. Yeah, it's so she is gone. You, you have to walk over the dead bodies sometimes. Yeah, even if it's mine, he says. He specifically says, even if it's mine. Yeah. Like, it's pretty heavy stuff, but it, he's saying, like, you, you have to do it. You know, you, like, even though this was unfortunate for Gota, this this undeserving of this fate, you have to do it for the, for the good of 
everyone else. You know? Don't you remember what Daisujin told you? Yeah, and we get the the, the toy, toy commercial. commercial. <laughs> so, Dragon Fusion mission happens, or uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, the Dragon, yeah, Knight. Dragon Dragon Fusion mission, uh, with the, and they we get, call upon the antler. We call upon the oh yeah, that's such a good name. Yeah, call upon the dragon antler, and we get finish off. Poor Goda with with the concussive dragon strike. We get the the gore. It's always so vicious. Yeah, and it kind of lingers a little bit on her too because the way she goes out. Um, it's the next shot is of a like a cross. It's like a, a memorial. You know what? Like, like a you know effigy what's or whatever you want to call it. Weird though is like, uh, after being in Japan for a little bit, I saw a lot of Christian. Yeah. Uh, churches and things like that, but when going to school and learning about it, you know that they practice Buddhism and Shintoism. Yeah. So to see the nuns and to see the cross when they're buried, yeah, it's very. It's. I, I don't want to say surprising, mm-hmm. but surprising. Yeah, I get you. It is. It maybe it's, maybe it's more of a thing where it's a more universal yeah, kind of gravestone. When I was looking at it, I was thinking that, like, hey, they're probably using this because, like, the cross is, like, the the way to say someone's dead. Yeah, they a lot of people recognize when, for, like, a gravestone or two sticks put across each other and put in the ground, you know, people understand that that's uh, someone's buried there. Yeah. Know? But they're uh, mourning uh, go to, but uh, Ipe still has an egg, so there could be another... Goda or whatever her species was down the line, but the the kind of sketchy thing is the Rangers just leave it with Ife. Yeah, yeah, they straight up just go. All right, are you gonna take care of this egg? And you're gonna protect it. Yeah. All right, cool. You can protect that vicious monster. <laughs> she wasn't vicious. She was. Uh, but here's territorial kind of yeah protective yeah but you but don't this is a know. monster cap- this is a creature capable of destruction of being a monster yeah this is a monster capable of being a monster that's a good way of putting it yeah and they just leave it with their pay yeah like, they just leave it with this seven year old boy you got a kid just watch over it Geki says it may not it may it, who knows it may hatch <laughs> it okay. may not hatch yeah all right well I mean it's not a step up from throwing it in the ocean. Could have just done that. At least, at least you know. At least, it's at least if you throw it in the ocean, there isn't a certainty it's with a child. You know? Yeah. yeah. But this this is a Z Ranger. Children are children are cool. You know? Like yeah, you know, we this, hang out with children. Yeah. This this show is for the kids, so it's like I get it. like you know the kid. The everyone needs a uh, a, a font or a you know uh, you. Someone plays a perspective of the audience, you know? And for the kids, you know, they're with Ipe. And yeah. so they're like, hey, you know, I can look. I don't know. I don't know if any kid said that. Like, said, hey, I could look after Monster Egg. Yeah. I'd hang out with the Zoo Rangers. I'd do whatever they No, have. I would do that. But as far as, like. Yeah, we rode an elevator. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't consider. I guess I, that's the, the point is that I wouldn't consider. <laughs> yeah. We hung out with the Zoo Rangers for a minute. We rode an elevator with yeah. Geki. We were you know, completely respectful. I have, that's one of my proudest moments ever on this earth is that we just gave a, a respectful nod to each other and stuff like that. And you just, we didn't harass them at all. 
That was awesome. And I hope, I hope, like, he, like, he doesn't remember, but at that time, when he stepped off, I hope he was like, those guys are all right. I'm, I'm very glad. Yeah. That he would not remember us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's the way to put it. He, it's, it's. It's an honor to not be remembered by him because that means we made no like we made no infraction on his day there. Yeah, he's he's winding down, he's good. You know, all like gave him a respectful nod. He gave us a smile and a nod back, and that that was completely forgettable. So we did a great job. You know, yeah. So us and Geki were boys. Yeah, we hung out with the Zoo Ranger. It was dope. <laughs> yeah, forty five seconds on an elevator. Yep. Uh, so. What, uh, what were we talking about? Did, was if, there anything it, else in the episode? It, no. no, no, it was really that was it. But um, Ife was left with the egg, and uh, Jumbo Jumbo on. So when we saw the title of this next episode, it was one of those moments where it was like, oh, yeah, it's it's heavy. It's called Barai's Deathly Departure, and then so what this is talking about is not the actual. It's. We thought it was going to be more about, you know, the end, but it's more about what Barai. Oh, we'll get it's into it. So, through. so what? How he, how he started. Barai is on a pretty cool looking bridge, like this old Japanese it's bridge. Pitch black around. And it's him. foggy. It's there's only like, there's only like a couple little like lanterns. Yeah, like like paper lanterns. Um, he's remarking out like how it's a nice night, and then comes a rickshaw. A man, a uh, man pulling a rickshaw, dressed in up, black, dressed in black, face obscured because he's looking down, and he says, "This is a rickshaw. It's for you." Because he says, "Who are you?" And he says, "A rickshaw. Get in." Yeah. Um, Bri gets in, and he's just still kind of like, uh, just taking everything in, and he asks where he's going, and he says, "The only place you're going is to the underworld, right? The land of the dead. The land of the dead." And Bri is now, you know, a bit startled by this. And we see that the, the he, man has Yeah, a, he looks up and he's the Grim Reaper. He's yeah, got a skull face. He's got a skull face and he starts laughing and he starts running faster and faster and faster and faster. To where Bri's like going, I'm not ready to die yet. I'm not, yeah, I'm not ready to go. It's pretty intense. And then he wakes up. He's in uh, Clotho's house. Clo- he's in his little room at Clotho's house, sleeping on the stairs. He is sleeping on the stairs. In and- his full... Zoo Ranger regalia. Yeah. Like, he's got the brooch on with the big gem in it. He's yeah. carrying Zeus. Sweat. Zeusikin, just the wettest boy. Yeah. And that's, man, that's how it was Friday Friday night. I slept on a couch with uh, no air conditioning. But, jeez. This man is, is uh, he has, he's got a good coat of sweat all over him. Yeah, he's got and a full... Barai regalia, and he looks over at the candle, and it's just like a little squib. It's just like nothing on the ground, yeah. on the table, and it, the, the light is dwindling, and he says, I have four hours to live. Yes. And it's, it's go, whoo! It's harsh, man. It's a tough moment. Yeah. Um, the rangers are... They're hanging out in a field. Yeah, they're, they're kind of... I guess they're having an, an easy day, an off day or yeah. something. Some kids are playing baseball. It's a nice day, but uh, Geki hears a kind of like a 
like a Nightmare on Elm Street well, kind of chant. The kid, one of the kids throws the ball and goes, hey, Gacky, can you get that? Right, right, excuse me. Yeah, he goes into the woods, and he hears this, like, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of little sing-song chant thing. Yeah. Where it's a child's voice talking about how Barai's alone. Yeah. And, uh, like, what? <sighs> He's lonely alone. Yeah. And it's Clotho bouncing the ball. Yeah, we see Clotho, that little spirit boy. Yeah, the, the, the creepiest spirit boy. Yeah, was he like he's like the spirit of time or something? Yeah, like our spirit of. Hold on, let's go back here. Let's just be silent. Spirit for a of life. Clotho, the spirit of life. Clotho, the spirit of life. Creepiest little ghost boy, I ever did see. That little grudge boy has nothing on Clotho. Clotho's, I don't like him. I the thing that I don't like about Clotho, is that like butt nut or. Setting up these weird rules. Well, like, there's that. And, like, the way he's dressed is, like, um, when you baptize a Catholic child, like, in just, like, a flowy gown with a hood and a cape. <laughs> and, like, he's just about to be dipped in water. But he's 14. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's in, like, a baby's baptism outfit, and that's what creeps me out about it. That him. is unsettling. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, he was already uh, scary to me, but yeah. And that he makes weird world rules. He's like, yeah, we got this candle that's burning. Yeah. Uh, you got about 37 hours to live. I don't understand how you judge a candle. I've bought plenty of candles. <laughs> yeah, I have never candles. been able to look at a candle and it's like, that's four hours. But Never been able to look at a candle and go, I could light this at 11 a.m., and it'll definitely be out in 37 hours. Yeah, but, you know. But, you know. We're, we're not smart. I'm a plebeian. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. I don't got good candle judgment. You know how you boys do. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Real dumb. Um, yeah, so that's that's the deal. Uh, they go back he, to Barza's he, house. He informs them that, yeah, Foraz live, and um, the next time Barai leaves the room, he can't come back. Yeah. They're upset, obviously. They go to uh, Barza's place. Yep. And they're researching, trying Hanging to figure out. Hanging out in Barza's basement. <laughs> Bar- Barza's bargain basement. Did I say that before? I feel <laughs> nope, like I did. Nope, but it was going through my head. <laughs> yeah. <right now>. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Barza's basement of deals? Nope. Yeah, Barza, yeah Barza's bargain basement. <laughs> Come on down to Barza's Bargain Basement. We got five kids from the past trapped in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> All our prices are basement low. Yeah, Barza's Bargain Basement. <laughs> Barza's Bargain Basement. Barza's Bargain Basement. Come on down this Saturday and get a free sourdough bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> And a sourdough bread bowl and balloons for the kids and bars of bar and basement. They're researching. <laughs> yeah, they they decide that they're going to look for a way and, to keep Barai alive. And then an uh, announcer comes in. Yeah. announcer comes in, and then it just kind of dawns on us as he's like, as as uh, all the Z-Rangers do this, they reflect on... They're times with Bright, and then it hits us. Oh, clip show. Oh, and they show all of Bri's footage. Be- yeah, because they could condense it. There's actually the- one episode that's a Bri episode, the one with the little girl and the baby. 
that right. they don't show a lot from, but they do show him saving the baby. Yeah, but they basically show everything Bri's done and how they they met Bri, you know, with his uh, being freed by uh, Bandora and and being under under her like. They show everything. They show yeah, they him did, being they, under yeah, the spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show like Big Barai versus Megazord with uh, Lammy and sure, Griffrazar. Sure. Show him getting Dragon Caesar, the the Zioskin. from Clotho. Yeah. Um, you know the first summoning a dragon. I, it's Caesar. hard. It, it, it's hard to do a little review on a clip show because what, what also when you've uh, reviewed all the episodes previous. Yeah. So. It's it's good stuff. So they show all that. Uh, then we get Geki and Ghosh on the top of a ceiling. And he's like, you know, thank you for like. <laughs> he called it a ceiling. Yeah, it's a ceiling. It's the top <laughs> I mean, ceiling. I guess it's a roof. It is the top of a ceiling. The very top. Ceiling. It's a roof. Okay, so it's, it's a, a roof. roof. <laughs> yeah, because look, dude, it's one hundred and twenty-two degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's eleven thirty at night. The sun went down six minutes ago. I guess, yeah, no, 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 no. I just thought it'd be funny to, to goof about. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so they're on, they're on top of a ceiling. The top ceiling, so that's a roof. So they're on they're on the top ceiling. And and uh, they're talking, Gosh and Geki are talking. The and, name uh, of this episode is going to be called Top Ceiling, because <laughs> it never gets better. Uh, Gosh uh, says, we're in this too, you know? It's like, we understand how you feel, man. Oh, we're we in all, this together. Yeah, we all care. And then we get a little more clip show going on. Yeah, but we get, like, Zoo Ranger clip show. We get them getting their weapons. Yeah. We get them uh, on the Monkey Island talking to the yeah talking to the gods, saying, aren't you supposed to look on down us with open hearts? Yeah, it's like, we're humans, you know, we're going to make mistakes, you know. Brave minds, open hearts, blue eyes, white dragon, can't lose. And then, uh, and then they show up when they find out, you know, like, when they go through a... Like uh, Ghosh, uh, warrior of uh, knowledge, or whatever. oh yeah, they show the and awesome. Like yeah, that's still a hell of an episode. Yeah, um, Dan, warrior of courage, all that stuff. Showing clip show, clip show, clip show. Good stuff, good stuff. Don't you remember all of this? And then we get Bandora scene. Bandora scene, where they are making a new monster. Yeah, his name is Dora. Dora Gansica. Which. If you want to just call him Dora Fake, because that's what that means. Oh, that's right. We did a little internet time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, not a first for Power Playthrough. But, but it is a second. It is a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I like how Plepricon is like, I can't even call this a masterpiece. You know, it's like, you're like oh, but we'll do it. And he throws it in, and now comes... Um, Dora fake, and and Bandora says, "Ha! His power is like she doesn't outright say it, but she's like, it's it's a whopper, you know, it's a good one." Oh, next, don't you worry, don't next, you worry. Next thing we get, Dragon Caesar's attacking the town, just destroying buildings, just swiping at buildings, just knocking, knocking. Can't say that. Not uh, he's doing a number on these buildings and. Z Rangers there, and they're baffled too. Like, what's going on? You know, it's Dragon Caesar. We're under control of Dragon Caesar. Pandora shows up. It's like, ha ha ha! I got control of Dragon Caesar. Now he will do evil things forever. You know, not good stuff. Suck it. We know? we got you. Yeah. Ooh. 
And then they're like, Nissan, Nissan, brother. Yeah. Brother. Yeah, and, and oh, my and God. And Sweaty Barai is just sitting there, and he's gripping on Zioskin. He's, like, looking out, like, I don't know what i got to do. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Yeah, and then we get him, like, there's there, we get the more zipping death, into rickshaw. World, yeah, the death yeah. visions, and there's, like, he, it's pulled through this town now. We, we Basically, where it left off, where him waking up, the dream continues, and we see this, like, mystery boy sitting on a bench you know just watching him being pulled through this town and nothing's explained there and then the end of the episode happens we get kind of a shot back at dragon caesar doing his thing yeah and uh, to be continued because we have two more episodes of dora fake yeah we do yeah internet time yeah we're, we're armed we, we did spend some internet time because uh you let's know. go let's go back on something we said in the Power Rangers episode. We were talking about wanting to see what the monster, the goo fish, yeah, okay. monster yeah. was going to be like honest for jeez, honestly, we're kind of we're good we're doing good on time. We're doing really good on the time. Wow. But um this is my voice go further away and then come back. Um yeah, so Goofish, <laughs> Goofish in the Mighty Morphin episode, um, we were looking him up because we we were going through the the monsters. We were trying to figure out with Dorfake how long we got with him, and then it showed that Goofish was not in the listings of ZU of the ZU season. Yeah, and that's because uh, he wasn't a Japanese monster. I think it's appropriate we talk about this on here. Yeah, you know, like on on the Super Sentai section of our show because this is very interesting this is stuff i never really delved into but it makes so much sense i knew something happened i but i never went into the details of it so goofish is from zero two yeah everything we're dealing with now the next 17 episodes yeah and Uh, and and a bit into uh uh season two as well just like a, a few episodes in there as well we are dealing with zero two monsters well, actually, season two, we start out with Lord Zed, which they didn't do any Zoo 2. So. Well, right, Lord Zed, but there's, uh, like, like uh, Rhino Blaster and uh, Piranatron. Piranatron is actually the first monster of... Oh, is he of a Die Ranger? Die Ranger. Okay, but I know Rhino Blaster and, uh, like, uh, like, a couple others in season two are also Zoo 2 monsters. But this is, as I've, as I've come to now uh, learn is officially ZU2, which is footage exclusively shot by Toho for the American show. Yes. And there's some changes in that I read, too. It's how we were speaking about them telepathically communicating. I guess in some uh, ZU2 footage, in the ZU2 footage, there's they have communicators on. Yeah. So to better help sync up stuff. And also, lines were changed, like Bandora, Bandora says stuff to uh, better sync up, make my monster grow. You know, like yeah. there's... They have uh, villains rec- recording stuff. It's very, very interesting. It's very, uh, it's very, it's cool. It's just really, really cool that Power Rangers did so well. That at this point, Saban had so much faith in the brand that yeah. he decided to contact the parent company and say, film more stuff for me. Let me spend money instead of the no money that he spent. Yeah, so as much as we crapped on the, the pudgy pig uh redo 
it makes a lot of sense. It's it just, just that, that was like, like moment where the they rope. had nothing. The end of the rope, they had to do something. The YouTube footage was coming, but it wasn't ready. Um, so they did the pudgy pig reshoot or the re, re rehash, whatever you want to call it. And Goofish is the start. Goofish is the mark for the beginning of ZU2 footage being used in Power Rangers. Which actually has my favorite episode and your favorite episode. Hmm. Yeah. Because it has my favorite episode with the Mutant Rangers where the uh, the lobster yeah. creates his putty rangers. Yeah. And then the next episode with the oyster, which has uh, Black Ranger Dragon Shield. Yeah. You're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> so... The Zio 2 provided some good stuff. Yeah, it provided both of our favorite episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's cool. I I look. Where is Zio 2? Is is there anything about it on there? No, no. It's actually footage that we'll never see. Like other there, than... yeah, that's that's it, huh? Yeah. Like there there wasn't any any episodes or like it wasn't like stuff cut from Zoo Ranger. It was just stuff. Yeah, it gotcha. was the. It wasn't the cutting room floor. It was stuff yeah, just made just, for us. Yeah, they just made... Yeah, okay. That's well, that's really cool. Yeah. So... There's actually a link on YouTube where you can see some of the making of YouTube footage, which I'll put in the link dump for the podcast. That'd be good. And, uh... Wow. Yeah, I so you can check that stuff out. We're kind of... Kind of this, is, this is kind of weird. Maybe we're being a bit informative for people. For yeah, it's actually not, a little bit of a... We're not sounding like... Raging diaper monsters as we yeah. When we get into the Die Ranger footage, uh, there's like a little, like almost mini documentary that I want to put in the link dump of Saban's second trip to Toei Studios when he was watching Die Ranger get filmed and like watching the in- intricacies of filming the Megazord intro sequence, mm-hmm. stuff like that because they film like the Unicorn Zord and the Griffin Zord and everything like running through, coming out of like their home yeah yeah and then they film the the white tiger transformation scene yeah when it goes from tiger to human to battle mode yeah and it's saban talking about the intricacies and like how they've spent 16 hours filming this one part because they want to get it perfect because it's going to be used in almost every episode yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense of those meticulously uh uh, created because yeah, any yeah, of those they, stock footage it ones. is the most seen bits of a Power Rangers or a Sentai show, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, like since I think, oh, cool. <laughs> I think honestly, Bokinger is the last time that they used the practical effects for the transformation sequence and everything. Because after that, once we get it, what came after Bokinger? I, um, I don't know when you say Bokinger. Operation Overdrive. Oh, Operation uh, Overdrive? It's going to be uh, Gekki Ranger, which is Jungle Fury. Yeah. And at Jungle Fury, they started the CG transformations of everything. So Wasn't we've it? got quite yeah. a few years of practical effects. Yeah. Stuff like that. They're always so gnarly. They're always like a real real treat to see. They're, they're, they're highlights, as they should be. You know. That's oh, no, actually, go on, Jer. There's since... Each of the mech are characters. Mm-hmm. They, they have a lot of practical effects stuff. Okay, but for the most part, we're gonna go completely CG in yeah, the later years. Because um, Wild Force was very CG heavy with their Zords. Yeah, there was still some practical effects stuff. Yeah, yeah, there was very little. 
but like since when the mech are characters that are interacting and they need to have personality, they're going to do the CG instead of just like a thing that just shows up every once in a while and opens its mouth once. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. As you do. Um, solid little block. Look forward to the next couple, which seem to be very... We're going to get real emotional. Get, yeah. It, it seems like it's going to be a whole lot of suck for our good boy, uh, Barai. And, I mean, he... I know he's like I. I've never seen this as I stated at the beginning. I've never watched uh, Z Ranger, so this is all. This is all new. This whole uh, emotional trip is, is the first time emotional trip. You know, it's genuine, and uh, I'm sure Barai's gonna go out like a champ. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Definitely. But uh, yeah, this. Why does that only say an hour? <laughs> it's it's fine. It's fine. It'll be a little less than an hour. We also got a theme song. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we want to say. Oh, this is weird. Why aren't we? Why aren't we at an hour and forty-five minutes? Because we had a, we actually had a clip show, oh, so we yeah, didn't yeah. have much to talk about. Yeah, that's true. We didn't have much to talk about. And then any time there's no Bulk and Skull, which is every episode of this, you can take out about forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> those, those, I'll I'll admit it, those boys are troublemakers. At least at least for us and how we do things because. Well, four boys wilding out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's four boys in that room. And... Yeah, 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 bulk in the bulk of school with us, and yeah, and things tend to get uh, run over. Things tend to run over. But um, it was uh, a good episode. Yeah, it was. It was. It, was. Block. it was. I appreciate you sitting here with me in this hot little room for so long. Mm-hmm. And that is where we are going to call this episode a wrap. If you are on the East Coast this weekend and you're going to be at New York Comic Con, please come and find me. You can follow me on Instagram at Power Playthrough, where I will be posting pretty much anywhere I am at any time. Uh, I have some Power Playthrough cards on me. Uh, it's like the first promo material we've ever made for the show, so I'm excited to give those to people. So if you are in New York Comic Con and you want to just come talk, you want to hang out, uh, come by, come find me. I'll be uh, I'll be around. Instagram will tell you where we're at at Power Playthrough. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get your own version of that, you can head over to rainer.bandcamp.com and get yourself a digital download there. We want to thank you for listening. Uh, we love doing the show. We'll keep doing it forever if we can. And if you think that we deserve a little something extra you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash powerplaythrough, where we're putting up VR Troopers episodes every week. We got a new one coming out tomorrow. Um, there's so many other things. Uh, also, if you're in New York, uh, check out The Good Fight comic. Uh, some good friends of mine, Ian and Adam, are putting together a anthology to fight racism. And uh, all of the stories are really good. There's some really top-tier writers in there. Greg Rucka, Greg Pack, J.H. Williams. Just a crazy amount. So if you can get the ash can, they're all free. Lots of artists and writers are going to have them on hand to give away. Go get yourself one of those. Well, that's all I've got for today. We'll see you in New York. 
and may the power protect you. Saying and um all the freaking time. And um is my favorite mixtape that you ever put out. Yeah. It's fire. Get it on SoundCloud. Yeah.